0: Namaha, Sri Sati Namaha, Sri Sadguru Pyo Namaha, Samasta Janekalyani Niratam Karuna Mayam Namah Michin Mayam Devam Sadgurum Brahmavitvaram Manojavam Marudatulya Begum. Chitendriyam buddhi madam varishtam. Vadatma jambanarayudha mukhyam. Sri Ramadhutam sirasana Santo shini jagan mataab. Mamasau bhagya pradaye. Namaskarami bhaktyatva. (Santhana) Prasanna Varada Baba Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutrava Shigrdo Vande Bhagavan Dho Buna Om Nama Pranavataya Suddhatnyane gamotaye Nanmalaye prajandhaye Dakshina mutaye namaham Mukam karoti vachalam Pangam lingayate kirim Yatkarpatamagam vande Paramananda Madhavam Satchitaranda Rupa Yav Vishod Patyadi Sri Krishna Yavayam Let us read from the sixteenth verse. Nāsato vityate bhāvahā Nāsato vityate Anayotat was her she be. Avina she and the
1: one
0: that Nam bitty huntaram, Nam bitty huntaram. Yes,
1: chainam
0: hatam riyate vakadachita nayete riyate
1: vakadachita
0: mayam bhutva bhavita vanapuya mayam
1: bhutva bhavita vanapuya
0: ajo nityashyasvatoyam purana So Bhagavan is lifting the mind of Arjuna to the highest level, that is Paramatma. So when you look at the problem from a particular angle, it will completely bog down and disturb you, agitate you. So here the technique is that you lift the mind to some heights, higher ideal, higher principle, then the mind will not link it to its own lower tendencies. (laughs) This is the idea. This we have to try in our day-to-day life also. When somebody is totally down, depressed, you also start crying with them. It will not stop. Neither you are helping the person. So we have to give them some positive thinking, positive ideas. And every experience, they give you some Lesson, education. So that's why Arjuna Vishada Yoga, you see, it's Vishada itself become a yoga. <laughs> Generally, Vishada means dejection, despondency, sorrow, that will not become a yoga. But that has given him an insight into yoga. Because unless you go down, it's called stoop to conquer. <laughs> So you go down to that level. Down and then you will be able to rise above. <coughs> rise up. So this is the idea here. So Bhagavan. Najayate. Lakshana of Atma is given here. Najayate. briyate Va. Kadachite. Ayam. Bhutva. Bhavita. Vana. Puyaha. Ajaha. Nityaha. Sashvata. Ayam. Purana. Ayam. Atma. Puranaha. Purana hanyamane Even though the body is dropped, but the Atma is not dead. It is permanent, continuous. That which has no birth or death or decay, disease, shashyadaha, ayam, sanatana. So Puranaha here, Sanatanaha, Puranaha means most ancient, even though it is most ancient, it is always fresh, Navam. So this, even though you kill the body, physical body is slain, but the Paramatma is not slain. So that was Arjuna's fear. First fear was, I am going to kill all these people and therefore with that act of killing i will incurs in <coughs> all problem will come to me because he has to kill Dronacharya. ronacharya is a brahmana and killing him is not going to save him from so all this thought has created fear in his mind so, first that fear is removed by saying that you are not killing Atma. Whom are you killing? The physical body only. Those bodies will come and go anyway. Whether you kill or not, it is already come to the battlefield with a thought what? I won't return back. <laughs> so, naturally, they prepared and come. So, why are you worried about it? Then, <coughs> Continuing <coughs> this much we saw yesterday. <speaking in English> Veda Vinasinam Nityam <speaking in English> yaye Veda Vinasinam Nityam Yayenam jamavvayam Veda Vinasinam Nityam Katham Sapurushappartha Katham
1: <speaking in English>
0: Kam Khatayati Hantikam <speaking in English> E Partha, <coughs> arjuna Ya Enam, Ajam, Avyeyam, Yaha, Enam, Ajam, Avyeyam, Yaha means any person, whoever he be he who, Veda means known, Janati, Enam, this Atmanam, Atmanam, As what Ajam, unborn, avayam immutable, Avinashinam, imperishable, deathless, and nityam, eternal. One who knows this Atma is unborn, immutable, imperishable. Sahaburusha, that person. Khatayatikam, hantikam. How can we prompt anyone to kill? Neither he become an instrument for killing, nor whom does he kill.
2: Because
0: once that person who has understood here means jānāti veda, known means jānāti, how avyam avināshinam ajam nityam ātmā, that ātmā is myself. Once he realized that, then everything that is there in front of him, they are all ātmā only. So how can he kill? There is no killing. Ananakriya is not possible. When that Atma is my true nature, how can I kill or prompt someone to kill? Sometimes some people don't do directly. They hire someone to do the job. But even then, he is the one who initiated it. So therefore, according to karma theory, he gets the sin, not the one who has done it, the person who finished it. So prompting is also an action. The prompter is not akarta, he is a karta. So Bhagavan Ashigara, writes, only the one who has the <coughs> doership and enjoyership, the sense of doership and enjoyership, that person who does all action, karta and karma pala, everything is for that person only. It doesn't go to other person. Now, but who has realized the true nature, atma is himself, then he has gone beyond all these things, he is free from all karmas. So, it looks like repetition, okay? So the same idea is repeated. <coughs> Repetition is necessary when there is a serious thought is conveyed. Say a simple thought need not be <coughs> repeated. So our Gurudev, whenever he presents a serious topic, he paused for a while and said, "Think." You know, because he is giving us time to think and digest the idea. Then he will start again. So one of the disciples who studied under Gurudev, he also wanted to copy the same way. So he said, Bhagavad Gita has got 18 chapters. Think. Now what is there to think? There is nothing to think. The repetition is not necessary. But wherever there is thought, pertinent thought, <laughs> deep thought, there we have to repeat. <laughs> so that's why Shastra, it looks like they are repeating. <laughs> there is another reading also for that repetition explanation. They used to say, say see, it is like lullaby. <laughs> so, See, the father, the mother gives the child for the father to make him sleepy, get get him to sleep. So father tries everything, then finally the boy sleeps and he takes the child and puts him in the bed. And the moment he turns around, he says, Papa, (laughs) come again. (laughs) He has not slept. So then you bring the child to mother only. You do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> then what the mother does, she keeps the child on the lap.
2: Then
0: she keeps on telling, ah, ah. <laughs> And the child tries to hear sometime to enjoy the music, but there is such a boring music. Out of sheer boredom, <laughs> the child goes to sleep. <laughs> she escapes from that through sleep. <laughs> The same technique the Mahatmas also use. So when you are... Slowly, slowly they develop the thought to a height. And once that height comes, they repeat it. So that out of sheer boredom you get into it. (laughs) That's a hope. But we are expert. We keep awake, right? (laughs) So, yeah. Veda Vinashinam Nityam. Katham Kam Kadayadi Hantikam. There is total non-duality. So there is only one truth and that truth is myself and whatever I see in the world is my own reflection, my own projection, and all of them are nothing but paramatma. This understanding is there, there is no question of hurting somebody, or killing somebody, or getting killed by somebody, that is not possible. <laughs> this is the idea. So this topic, Lord Krishna started from the 19th sloka, I am Hanjina Hanyade. Now, this topic in the 21st verse, Bhagavan concludes that topic. Phananakriya. Now let us see the next one. Now, the next topic, Bhagavan is Coming down at the level of jiva. So far it was Atma, Paramatma, Supreme Lord. Now he is coming down one notch down. That is jiva. Jiva means reflected consciousness. So even from that standpoint, if you look at it also, there is no reason for you to cry. So the point is here, first of all. So Ashchananashtam is explained in so many verses. <laughs> Your crying is any sorrow is illegitimate, that is the point. And that is why when you are crying, you think that this is the end of the world. After ten years you look back, why did I cry for such thing? You start laughing yourself. <laughs> so you will it will become very lighter because when the mind changes, you'll see the same situation, it is like humorous, become humorous. So, <coughs> this understanding, if one has, then there is no question of killing or getting killed. This is the point Bhagavan made. Now he is coming down to a little lower level, jiva level. Even from the jiva level, you look at it also, there is no reason to be grieved because there is a continuity. <laughs> now this is the famous reincarnation, Punarjanma reincarnation theory that our Hindu masters have contributed to the world of literature. <laughs> because in other religions, Buddhism of course is an offshoot of Hinduism, Jainism also is an offshoot of Hinduism, therefore they all believe in reincarnation but christianity and islam they don't believe in the <coughs> rebirth and charvakas the materialist also they don't believe in the rebirth <coughs> so here Bhagwan is introducing this reincarnation theory <coughs> Incarnation is Bhagavan. Ours is reincarnation. Vasam Sijinani Yatavikay. Vasam
1: Sijinani
0: Yatavihavya. Navani Krnati Roparani. Shri Rani Vigaya Jir Nani Shri Rani Vigaya
1: Samyati
0: just Naraha Jiva Vasamsi means clothes. Jirnani, worn out. Vihaya having discarded. When the clothes become old and worn out, how we discard that? Then, just as a man discarding old, worn out clothes, Navani, Aparani, Grannani. Aparāni, other navāni, new clothes takes up. So, old one, he discards. And how he gets on to the new clothes? Tatha, same way, jīrnāni, sharirani virāya. He gives up the worn-out bodies. Navāni, grnati anyāni, navāni, samyāti. ...so enters other new bodies. So this is the meaning. So now, here, so much of uh, explanations are there, but we will see. See, in our Sampradaya tradition, if you want to prove a point... There are three things to be considered. Number one, Shruti, our scriptures. It should be in accordance with the scriptures. Number one, even if it is, scriptures are declaring it, doesn't mean that you have to accept it. So, logic also should be in line with the Shastra. Okay, logically sometimes you will be able to prove a point, but then it is totally contrary to your anubhuti, anubhava, experience. So, then also you don't have to accept it. So, unless it is tested, shruti, yukti, anubhava, a point is not taken as valid. Any statement or any theory, is not taken valid. Now, this particular theory, reincarnation, is put to test <coughs> to these three aspects. One is Shruti. So, Shruti means scriptures talk about it. So, in Kathopanishad, there is a beautiful statement about this that is, Yoni Manne Shari Rastvayadehinaha, Thanumannet Nusamyanti, Yetha Karma, Yetha Shutam. Katha Upanishad is a Upanishad where the student, Dajiketas, approaches Yamaraj, the teacher is Yamaraj, (laughs) Lord Death, (coughs) and he is asking the question. You are the one who is dispersing the jivas according to their karma. You go to hell, you go to heaven, all this distribution department you are doing. And you are the one keeping an account of all their karma palas also. So please tell me what happened to the soul after death. So this is the topic discussed. There, Bhagavan says, some souls enter the womb to have a body, others go to the plants according to their karma action, according to the knowledge they have. So, yuni manne prapatyante siddhidasthayade hina sthano manne nusamyanti itha karma yadashadap. According to their karma, karma phala. And their knowledge, their knowledge here means whatever thought that have entertained in their mind repeatedly, that has given them a certain habit. So those habits are the one that determines their next birth. So we think that thoughts are innocent. I am thinking I am not harming anybody. <laughs> so we keep on thinking about how to destroy that person, how to destroy that person. If you think like that, that creates an impression in your mind and that will do the foundation stone for your next life. (laughs) Therefore, one has to be very careful and what exactly the thought that we entertain. If a fanciful thought comes, it is fine, it disappears. But if you catch all of that thought and then continuously to reflect upon it or keep on thinking about it, ruminating, then that becomes dangerous. So, Shastra says like our Upanishad, Katha Upanishad, who is talking about what happened to the soul after death, that Upanishad talks about this, number one. Bhagavad Gita also talk about it. And Bhagavad Gita also, many places, stories are told about what happened to the soul. In fact, in the third canto, uh, Kapila Kapila Gita, Kapila Muni gives how the jiva enters the womb and every day what is the development. (laughs) Even that much details they have given. (laughs) And what exactly the nature of that boy or the child in the seventh month and then eighth month, seventh month it seems he remembers everything, what he has done in the past and then he prays to Bhagawan, Oh Bhagwan, I will promise you, I will never commit those sins when I come out of this womb. Please take me out, this place is not comfortable. <laughs> it is very painful. All this prayer, it is at that time he is considered a Rishi because he remembers the past, seven lives he remembers. And then, so these are all given in this conversation form, like story form it is given. And another place is also, the story of Vrttarasura is there and his flashback is given, how he became a Uttarasura. And then he was a great king, and he had 60,000 wives, okay? those days they had so many wives, because Raja, hai, he can take care of people, uh, like these Mughals. So, but even though 60,000 wives were there, but none of them were able to give him a progeny, a child. That was the dukkham. Comp- so he approached his guru, and guru told him, "It's not in your fate, Why are you? No, no, no. Without him, how can I hand over my kingdom? I will hand over? So, without a son, it is not possible. So, please bless me." So this Rishi blessed him. As a result of his blessing, a child was born.
2: And what happened,
0: once the child is born, the father, the king, became so attached to the queen who gave birth to the child. And he was always in her room and his palace and fondling the child because after so many years a child has come. So naturally he was very fond of the child. He was sitting there, he was not even bothered about Rajagari or nothing. And this made jealous the other queens. <laughs> they felt that, you know, what is this, we are not considered uh, what you call his wives, we are considered like it's servants or something like that. They started talking to each other. Finally they decided to poison the child. <laughs> they are all so opera, I tell you. This is better than that. See, our, our Puranas are wonderful stories.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Original stories. Now, See, they poisoned the child. One day mother went to look at the child, the hall blew. (laughs) Then she started crying. And by the time the king also came, king lamented, crying, What is this? What kind of fate is this, Brahmaji? Why did you give me a child without even enjoying? You took him away. What kind of fate is this? He started crying. And then at that time his guru came with Narada try to console. See, when a person is utter sorrowful situation, you try to console that person with what? Philosophy. Never talk philosophy at that time, please, because they will get total aversion to philosophy. <laughs> so never talk philosophy at that time. You should know when to talk. Like our Bhagwan, we should wait, the right moment. So these people try to talk to him, philosophy, nothing worked. Then he said, he requested, Narada, you know, you have the power, you can revive a child, you can give life to a child also, it's not that you cannot. So, why don't you help me invoke that soul and made him enter this body. So Narada said, I can do that, but I don't know whether the soul want to enter, <laughs> re-enter the body. So let us see. So the soul was invoked. And the soul came. And then said, see, your father and mother is uh, very sad. So because of your loss, why don't you re-enter this body and enjoy the kingdom and live happily? (laughs) Then he said, which father and mother you are talking about? (laughs) The soul is telling, I have gone through many parents. And finally I am now free, <laughs> out of bondage. I am not even bound by any particular body. Now I am free. Why want me to enter again and get myself <laughs> conditioned? So I am not interested. So, plus, they are only just a few, a few months only, they are parents. I have left parents who have lived with me many years. Those people I left, and now what is this? I have no attachment. I am not interested. When this father heard this, he became totally detached. Then he did tapas. All that story. So what I am trying to say is, in Puranas and our uh, Ramayana also, there is a, there are so many stories. So these scriptures prove that there is an existence after death. So this... Death is not a total viramam, total full stop to our life. There is a continuity. This is scriptural, I mean yeah, shruti, according to shruti. Now people won't accept shruti because see this is a topic is such that whatever explanation you give, people will not be happy. The only way you can prove is you go die and come back. <laughs> you know, then, but then also people won't be a Buddha Agnya, then they get uh, uh, frightened also. <laughs> they won't listen. So there is no way to prove. <laughs> and a person who dies, he knows this is true, but then he is not able to come back and tell us. <laughs> so, but anyway, so the next topic that the way to prove is Bhagavan Vashri gives logic. He says, in this world, you know that every action has got an equivalent and opposite reaction. That means, this particular life you got, this life, suppose a philosophy or a religion think that this life is the beginning and end. When you die, that's the end. There is no continuity if you say there are doshas, So logical fallacies are there. So one logical fallacy is called akrita abhyāgama dosha. So akrita means, see every effect should have a cause, isn't it? Without a cause, there cannot be any effect. Now this physical body is an effect and if the effect is there, you are experiencing it, you say this body has come without any cause, how is that possible? So it is a dosha, without a cause, this body has come into existence for no reason. And how will you prove that? What, what kind of a norm Bhagawan used to create you? Suppose you say, Father in the heaven sitting there, created all of you. Why, did He create everybody in random? <laughs> there is an order in this creation. Why this person is born to this particular family, parentage? This physical body, some are woman, some are man. So all these are determined by certain law. We don't know the law, that is why we say we are ignorant about it, so we say it is not there. So if you say you have come into this world without a cause, it is a logical fallacy. Akrata Abhyagama Dosha now again, how will you prove the differences in birth? Some are born with silver spoon or golden spoon. <coughs> Some are born with certain uh, <coughs> intelligence. Some children are you say child prodigy. Some children are born with certain qualities, isn't it? Certain uh, abilities. Now, five-year-old or three-year-old three child was able to recognize all the ragas. So, how was that possible? <laughs> Number one. Number two is, the, there are you know, child, juvenile, see, what called juvenile crime. Isn't it? Children are born with criminal tendencies. It is not that somebody taught them. <laughs> So I told you the story, the famous story. There's one pickpocketer fell in love with the pickpocket, <laughs> and then afterwards they prayed for a son to whom he can hand over the great knowledge of pickpocketing, <laughs> which he has mastered for a long time. Now, as as a result of his prayer, he got a child. <clears throat> A son was born, the father was so happy, I can teach him that trick, this trick, etc., he was thinking. Then what happened was, (coughs) (coughs) to his disappointment, the child was born, the hands were totally closed. Have to teach pickpocketing. You need fingers. Without finger, you can't teach. The finger is closed. So he was very disappointed. But after two three months, he one day decided, "I will try to open this." So with forcefully, the father opened the hand. Now what he see? See the ring of the midwife who delivered the child. <laughs> So father was happy, you see. <laughs> wow, my son, you excelled me. <laughs> Started from the womb itself. <laughs> this big <book> <laughs> So that's juvenile crime. The criminal tendency as a child, from where did that child get it? So too, <clears throat> nobility, virtues, the values, etc. The children, the childhood onwards, they start showing it. So some, some are born rishis, so rishis are born, childhood onwards they show the tendency of the spirituality. Like Shankara Acharya, look at this, when he was five he mastered all these shastras. So like this, which are rare anyway. So how this, then some people are born, they physically challenged. Some people are born deaf, some people are born blind. Then some people are born mentally challenged also. So all this disparity you see. So the disparity is not accident. There must be a lot. So therefore, Akrita Abhyagama Dosha. Abhyagama means phalam result. So without a cause, you are getting the result. Or palam, or the effect. This is one fallacy. The second fallacy is that, suppose you say you have come to this world, by argument's say somehow you have come to this world, you have got this body, physical body, a human birth. And while living, you must be doing so many things, activities. You are not going to keep quiet. You keep on working. And you have <clears throat> so many goals to be achieved also. And you work for that. And let us say some of them you are fulfilled, some of them you are not fulfilled, but you have worked for it. And when that person die away, you think that all your effort is gone completely. No. That will be against what? Karma theory. So, Krita Vipranashaha. So, that is the fallacy. Krita Vipranashaha means you have done the activity karma, but then you didn't get the result. So, one is, you are getting the result without any cause, without doing any activity. The other one is, having done all activities or karma, you are not getting the phalam. That is also a fallacy. It is totally against the karma theory. (coughs) So, akrita abhyagamadosha, krita vipranasha. these are the things the two points <coughs> Bhagavan makes and now Anubhuti, when you say Anubhava, see now there are books available, the psychiatrists etc., they have done experiments, they have hypnotized the patient and uh, by accident the patient went to the, its uh, last life. <coughs> And there, are, there is a book also, Many Lives, Many Masters, written by a psychologist. So now, <clears throat> so many books are coming, life after life, etc. There are many. These so are written by people who are experimenting this, people who don't, never had any belief in this. Such people have written that. So there is a continuum. And sometimes you can also hear some stories Reports in the newspaper that the child was born here, and then she recognized her last life, she went to that village and recognized the house and what happened to you, etc, even the changes they made, she recognized all those things are reported, but then they are, then the child grew up, they forget, it seems. <laughs> or the child will not last long, it may not live long. So this kind of a stories also we see. So through Anubhava also we can understand that it is not illogical to think there is a continuity of life. So now the question comes, Vāsāmsi jīrnāni yadhā vihāya Navāni Krnati Narobarani, Tathā sharīrāni vihāya jīrnāni so when the old clothes are, worn out clothes are, how we discard the same way, this body becomes old and useless, we discard and get on to a new body. Now this is a statement. Here the question is, death happens sometime not only old people, but young people also die, isn't it? <laughs> So how do you say it is a worn-out cloth? It is not worn-out cloth. The young man dies, or some people shoot themselves and kill. So these things are there. How do you explain that? I can understand when it is old, then given up is fine. Now, the point here is, who decides it is old? Number one. Say, we think that this cloth is old. Or we think that this cloth is new. But there are people, they buy one cloth one time only they wear, it. then keep it in the <laughs> wardrobe, isn't it? Who was that? Somebody was there? Ah, our Jailalitha, uh, I think, yes. She <laughs> how many clothes? <laughs> So everything is worn one time only. Second time it is old. (laughs) Who decides that? And there are people, you know, they bought, when they are coming from India, last 30 years ago, they bought one Madras uh, checks, you know, this shirt. Because it's a nice color and all that. (laughs) They still keep on wearing that. (laughs) No... Now, that case is different. But here, who decides? His karma ends. Certain point, his karma ends. And then, he is taken away and he is ready for the next journey. (laughs) So, that is the point. (laughs) So, uh, there is a, Gurudev says there is a beautiful dialogue of Plato. Plato describes Socrates facing death. <laughs> Socrates was killed actually with the poison. <clears throat> we cannot generally face death with equanimity. We are frightened and depressed. But in the case of Socrates, he was such a calm and peaceful mind. He was not at all affected. <clears throat> Even if he knew he is going to die. And when Socrates was drinking the poison, an aged person named Grito turned to Socrates and asked, Socrates, how shall we bury you? You know, Christianity is always a big thing. Bury (laughs) what kind of casket you should have, (laughs) where I should be buried, all those things. (laughs) Socrates with a gentle smile says, Krito, you must first catch me, the real me, before you ask this question. (laughs) The real me is what? Paramatma. He knew that. There is some entity beyond this body, he knew. And then he says, be of good cheer, Krito. You refer to this body and to the body, do with it Whatever you do with other people. (laughs) Because he was sure that this body is perishable and he is not the body that understanding he had. That's why he was very calm and peaceful. (laughs) So, we know only one part of life, we don't know the other part. (laughs) That is why we get frightened. So, Vasam jirnani This is the, the famous theory of reincarnation, which is a contribution of our Vedanta to the whole humanity. Whether you like it or not, but it is the truth. <laughs> because otherwise we cannot explain so many things. Why I am born in this family? Why I am living in this kind of a life? There must be certain. I want to be the son of, what is that, um, Microsoft guy, Bill Gates. But I am not. <laughs> Why I am born in a chopri Petty? So there is no explanation otherwise. So there must be a reason. Ha, continuing. Nainam chindandi shastrani. dainam dahati pavakaha dainam dahati pavakaha nachainam tetayantyapaha nachainam tetayantyapaha ashoshayati marutaha ashoshayati marutaha continue the next one also it is a continuation Achet yo yamadak yo
1: yam.
0: Ye ejam chindandhi shastrani enam atmanam. This atma that we are talking about. Shastraha cannot cut. kat. Shastra means that which you hold in your hand. It's called Shastra. In Sanskrit for everything there is separate separate words. okay. Shastra and astra. Astra is the one that you shoot and go, you know, away from you. This one, Shastra means like sword or gada, you hold in your hand. So that Shastra, like Kesha lo maadi you know, Kesha. See, the, for hair, in English only one word is there, right? In Sanskrit we have two words. The hair on your head is called Kesha. The on your body is called Loma. <laughs> so, Kesa Loma. So, Samukadam is very rich language. okay. There is no depth of uh, choice in words. So, Enam Vethi Hantaram, Echayinam Anyatehadam. So, sorry, sorry. Nainam Chindandi Shastrani, Nainam Daghadipabaha. Nainam chindandi shastrani, shastra means sword, cannot cut. What is this atma? Nainam Dahati pavagaha, this atma cannot be burned by this fire. Nachainam kledayandhyapaha, apaha water cannot wet or drown it. Nashosayati marudaha, the air cannot dry it. <laughs> See, these are the natural destructive <laughs> sources, phenomenal forces which can destroy. So when the hurricane or tornado comes, there's nothing you can do. You can only walk away from that scene and afterwards that whatever damage you redo it, reconstruct it, that's all. Hope you have an insurance. Then you can rebuild it. That's all. Nothing you can do. They're all natural forces. Flood also, nothing you can do. Tsunami came. What can you do? Nothing you can do. But the animals knew they went to the mountain. Human beings didn't know, they said... <laughs> they stayed there, they got drowned. <coughs> so, this is one. Then what is that? Pavakaha. Another is fire. There's forest fire and all that. There's nothing you can do. Much. So these are the three main source of destruction. Now then, man-made weapon also it is there. So like, that is why Shastra it is said. So like man-made weapon, and then the three, fire, air, water. These are the three. Now all of them, you look at it, they cannot destroy space, isn't it? Even atom bomb is exploded in space, atom bomb cannot destroy space. It can destroy the atmosphere, but not the space. Why? The space is subtler than atom. They have not discovered a weapon subtler than space. If they discover a weapon subtler than space, then only they can destroy space. But it is not so far. I don't think they can. It is not possible. So even all these destructive weapon cannot destroy even space. Think about it. Then Paramatma is subtler than even space. How it is space? How it is subtler than space? Because time and space is a concept of your mind, isn't it? If the lecture is interesting, time flies. If the lecture is boring, everybody start looking at the watch. (laughs) Then I know things are not going okay. (laughs) One person, you know, showed me the watch also. (laughs) So, So it is a, see, it's the mind, concept of mind. Space and time. So, space itself is limited. <laughs> you can dismiss space. That which is subject to dismissal is not truth. Space can be dismissed, You don't you know? In sleep you dismiss space. Where you are speaking you don't know. Sleeping you don't know. At that time when you are in deep sleep, the concept of time and space is totally gone. So that which is dismissible cannot be the truth. <laughs> Therefore, space is also limited. But what is unlimited? Infinite is Paramatma, which cannot be destroyed by any one of these forces. Then, <laughs> the, scalot, the self cannot be cut, burned, Wetted or dried. (coughs) Chetyo yam adahyo yam akletyo shoshe evaja nitya sarvagadasthan hu achaloyam sanatana nitya. So, this cannot be cut or cut with the sword, burned with the fire, wetted by water, and dried by the air. And eternal, all pervasive, sthānu, stable. Achaloyam, when you say sthānu is enough, what do you say? Immovable. But that's because the trees are sthānu, but they move. So that's why achaloyam, Paramatma cannot move. How can you move? Think about it, movement is possible only in space, isn't it? See, like you are sitting here, you can move from here to another place where you are not. Now, let us say space wants to move. Where it will go? Another space. (laughs) There are not two spaces. Only one space. So, to Paramatma, fill the entire universe. Since he fills the entire universe, where does he move? There is no place he is not. So he cannot move. Achalaha. Stanuho achalaha. I am sanātanah. I am Atma. means beyond cause and effect relationship. That's why our Dharma is called Sanatana Dharma. The name Hinduism came to us. Accidentally, <laughs> the European tourist used to come up to Persia. The Persian used to say there is a civilization beyond the river. So, but this Persian language is pronounced as "her," like you know, in Spanish, "j" is pronounced as "ha," isn't it, San Jose? In our language, also it is there. In Canada, also, Happat. Instead of Papadam, it is Happadap. Halit. Pali is Halap. So, like that, every language has got that. And Bengal, also, Bengali language, also like that. Vabhayavarabheda is there. So, Vavikambat. <coughs> anyway, <coughs> so. Sanādana. So what happened? They said there is a civilization, a culture beyond Hindu world. (laughs) So they started, Europeans started calling us Hindus. That is how we got this name Hindus. But our original Dharma is called Sanatana Dharma. Sanādana means, again, eternal. (laughs) And, why? Because we don't know when this dharma started. So, today's professors, they are trying to give us some date. Hinduism started something like, before Christ, sometime they give 1500 BC. 1,500 BC it started. <laughs> that is nothing. Okay, One cycle is 4.3 million years. okay? Yuga, Treta Yuga, Yuga, Kali put together is 4.3 million years. Like that, 1,000 years Brahma Ji works. is <clears throat> waking hours. So 4.3 multiply by 1,000. Okay? That is Brahmaji's 12 hours waking. Then he goes to sleep. Then the whole creation goes into, get enfolded into him. Then when he wakes up, everything gets unfolded. Like we go to sleep, our world is unfolded, isn't it? Then when you wake up, everything come back. The same way. Now, how many million years ago the whole thing started? So Vedas came from him. Naturally, with the Vedas alone, our culture has... This is a Vedic culture. Our culture is Vedic culture. Vedic culture has come from Bhagavan himself. So therefore you cannot give a date. And hence it is Sanatana... And the beauty of this Dharma is that it is adaptable, flexible. See, that is why it survived millions of years. You can see the Roman civilization, Greek civilization, and all those things now it is only in the pages of history. They don't exist. But our sea, our Sanadana Dharma, continuously surviving, even though many people try to destroy it. <laughs> Mughal invasion, British invasion, all those people try to destroy it to their best of their ability. But still it come back. Why? Because of its depth. It is not depend upon the superficial religious activities alone so it has got more depth in it if that depth is kept then this uh, certain customs and practices if it keep changing it doesn't affect the source <laughs> so that is why this flexibility is the one that has maintained our culture <laughs> so acchintyo yamadhyo yamakletyo shushyameva cha Nitya Sarvagadastan who achaloyam sanādana. This is the nature of Paramatma again. Continue. Avecto yamachintioyam Avicario yamuchate Tasma devam viditwainam it is said I am this atma is avyaktaha And unmanifest manifest. And means unmanifest to our senses I am this atma is acintya <coughs> unthinkable the reason is Thinking is possible only when there is an object. Thinking is in the form of what? Thoughts. Every thought should have a corresponding object. Without that, a thought cannot entertain a thought. (laughs) Right? Right? What is Chachapuchak? What is Chachapuchak? Now if I keep on telling you like this, what will you think? Swamiji was okay so far, now I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> because there is no object, <laughs> this only sound, it doesn't make any sense. Then you cannot think. So thinking is always possible unless there is, this is a limitation of buddhi buddhi is limited it cannot think without an object <coughs> now here we have to think of what which is not an object
2: <coughs> what is it it is a very subject
0: therefore unthinkable why? Because the very thinking is at the level of buddhi. The very buddhi is enlivened by what? Paramatma. The enlivening factor is paramatma and that the buddhi is not able to understand. Therefore unthinkable. Acintyoyam avikaryoyam uchyate <coughs> Avikarya I means unchangeable. Changing is possible only when there are properties like milk can change to yogurt because it has got properties. Paramatma is free from all properties therefore Vikara rahitam the smart. therefore viditvara knowing this enam this anushojitam to grieve na arasi you do not qualify <laughs> you have no reason for grieve so this atma self is said to be unmanifest it is incomprehensible it is immutable therefore knowing this you should not grieve so in that picture for that reason also one should not grieve. Incomprehensible Ajintyoyam Abikaryam Uchadev knowing this about Atma, you have no reason for grieve, lament. Tasmat evam viditva sochidam narhasi. We do not qualify it to be sad because we know that Atma is not subject to death. Therefore, this, Lord Krishna started this topic from 11th shloka. Now, he... So many verses have given 24th Verses, up to 24th verse... Bhagavan continuously talked about this, why he should not cry. (laughs) That was the topic. So for that true highest philosophy, revealing the nature of Paramatma, the Supreme Self, he has proved that there is no reason for you to be grieved. Now Bhagavan is coming down again <coughs> to a practical sense. See, philosophical sense. Sometime what about Adhyabhigadristi, then Dharmigadristi, Lavigigadristi. These are the three drishtis in which Bhagwan is handling the situation. So he says, now let us see. Atajay nityajātam Nityam, nityam va,
1: vamanya
0: se. But if Arjuna and others like us who are not realized soul, then according to me there is no Nityavastu. Suppose it is their argument. There is nothing called Nityavastu. There is no such thing as Permanent Vastu, Permanent Atma. Because if we look at the world, everything is constantly born and die. So, everything is subject to birth and death. That is our experience. (laughs) Bhagavan says, even that is your understanding. Suppose, let us say, that is your understanding. Everything is born, everything is dying. Then also there is no reason for you to cry. (laughs) Because this is a natural phenomenon. (laughs) So that's what he says, nityajadam nityam va so, in case, suppose, mannyase, you consider, this atma is not permanent. constantly born, constantly dying. This is the Charvaga theory, actually. Charvaga means materialistic philosophers. Dialectical materialism and all that you must have heard. Bertrand Russell was a champion on that. <laughs> and his theory is that, that this life is the life, that's it. <laughs> there is nothing more to, there was no back or forward, nothing. This is the life. So as long as you live, live happily. <laughs> that is a simple theory. So, yavat jive, sukham jive. <laughs> But then, what happens? Suppose uh, you have no money, then what? Borrow money and enjoy it. Gritam <laughs> means uh, ghee. So, drinking ghee is supposed to be a pleasure those days, okay? Now, I think that theory is also changing now. Every time it changes. Coconut was such a bad thing before, now everybody is so much coconut pro- propaganda is going on and so much so that in uh, Beverly Hills these uh, models and the actresses they take two spoons of coconut oil every day morning. For what? Complexion. <laughs> what happened to the cholesterol? Gone. <laughs> so, the avajjiwe, sugamjiwe. <laughs> Enjoy life. Uh, even if you have to borrow, it doesn't matter. Of course, this country is like that. Borrowing is your strength, isn't it? Your credit rating is according to your borrowing only. Not what money you have in the bank. That doesn't make any difference. This Charvaga started. Their philosophy is what? Vasmi bodasya dehasya punarayatanam kutaha. Once the body is burnt to ashes, who is going to come back? Why are you worried about Papa and all that? But Purnyapapa and all that, it is there. If you commit a sin you have to pay for it and all that. Who said that, <laughs> they are asking. See, these are all unnecessary creation of, the psychologically make you feel guilty and all that. It's nothing like that. Now tell me, they have, they have wonderful logic. Now tell me, what is Sukham and Dukkham? You say papapalam is dukkham, punyapalam is sukham, isn't it? Do you agree that? Sukham is what? Punyapalam. Dukham is papapalam, right? Now, when you are borrowing money from the bank and spending, is it sukham or dukkham? Sukham. So it is punyam. <laughs> now, when you. When you want to give back the money, is it sukham? Dukham! (laughs) It is pavam, don't do it. (laughs) What philosophy think about? Is it logical? We also nod our head. (laughs) We get into (laughs) trouble. So, this type of people are there. Now, Bhagavan says even if you think that way, it doesn't matter. Ah, For argument's sake. If this jivas, let us say, so every day people are born, every day people are dying. So you go to the hospital, one side, there is a ward for keeping, the mark, keeping the dead bodies in a box with a tag, <laughs> and other side there is a labor ward, children are born. Isn't it? So hundreds to, many children are born. And many people are dying also. One side it is dying, one side it is born. This is continuously happening. Even in that also. This is a natural phenomenon happening every day. So why are you worried about it? (laughs) Why are you keep on grieving about it? This is something that you and I cannot do anything. Isn't it? Something that is happening, you have no control over it. So something that you have no control over it, why are you worried? You can worry about something that you can do, isn't it? Can you do anything about it? Can you stop birth? Can you stop uh, death? No, it's not possible. So, then Bhagavan says, Jātas um gen the sitter, the smart, Jadasahi Murtihu Jadasya for the bond Death is certain indeed. For the born, death is certain. Dhruvam janvam rudasya Certain birth for the dead also. The what? A person who has dead, he will come back again. Dasmat <clears throat> apariharerthe. That which is inevitable. What is death and birth? So once you are born, what is sure in your life is what? Everything else is not sure. One thing is sure what? Death. <laughs> this you have to, but because of Bhagavan's Maya, we forget it. Otherwise, eh, marne wala, marne wala, if you keep on thinking, you can't enjoy life also. So it's a Bhagavan, Kripa, we forget. So, so this, but one thing is sure what? The moment you are born, one thing is sure in our life is, one day we have to go. Therefore, there is something that is inevitable. Aparihari arthe, natvam parhasi Therefore, you should not grieve over that which is inevitable, which cannot be altered. Now, something like season. Now, can you do anything about it? No.
2: <laughs>
0: Only the weatherman will report it. <laughs> There yeah, for last fifty years such weather has not come to New Jersey and all that, that kind of thing. They keep on telling you so many reports, this this year this happened, this year that happened and all that kind of thing. <laughs> then make you worked up unnecessarily. <laughs> <laughs> and go and buy some groceries from the shop and fill your refrigerator all that, milk, all milk and all cool. that kind of thing. Then, you fill all those two, three refrigerators, you have one in the basement also. Once it is filled, then the will say the storm has gone the other side. <laughs> <laughs> is, why worry about it? Are, this is something that you can't do anything about. It. <laughs> Accept it. You see, this is our problem really, because we unnecessarily get agitated for nothing. <laughs>
2: Okay, it is
0: cold. Sit inside, have my nice cup of tea or coffee. And make some pakode or uh, uh, samosa or something. Enjoy it. (laughs) Fireplace and all that. Have a nice time. Enjoy it. And the summer comes. Ah, wonderful. (laughs) Rain comes also wonderful. Everything accepted. There is no problem. You can enjoy it. But we say, no, 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 why it is, why it is, why it is, that is a problem. You suffer. So tasmāt aparihāryarthe naivam shūjitu varhasī. Something that you cannot do anything about it. Don't worry. Continuing. Avyaktadini bhūtani.
1: व्यक्तमत्त्यानि भारतर
0: अव्यक्ता निधनानि वर तत्र कापरिदेवना तत्र कापरिदेवना तत्र कापरिदेवना तत्र so this is now all these beings that you see in front of you, at one point, they were in an unmanifest condition, a Vekta state. So for this, you have to know our creation theory, okay? <laughs> creation theory is. creation is not (coughs) started at one particular time. See, if you say the Lord created this world, then you will ask why did he create it? Who asked him to it's not that God Lord created the world is a problem for you, but your problem is why I am suffering. <laughs> if He has not created the world, I would not have been suffering, isn't it? So, if you start giving that theory, like, you know, and uh, Mandukya says, there are 86 different kinds of theories are there about creation. <laughs> every school of thought, every religion comes out with a theory of creation. And the science also have been trying to find out the origin of this creation. For a long time. (laughs) When they discovered atom, they thought they found out. Then afterwards what happened? Then particles. Then they thought that. Now then they had a string theory. But now that is also being disputed. (laughs) So, they are still trying to find out the origin. Now here, you see, Our masters have given very logical analysis on this (coughs) that a creation cannot come because the matter, two aspects are there. One is called material cause, another is efficient intelligent cause. Creator, created out of material. Isn't it? Without material you can't create anything. Now from where did he find the material? He himself is the material.
2: (laughs) Like in dream,
0: the material for the dream world, from where did you find? Say, in the dream world, what is that? You are climbing a mountain. Where are you? (laughs) You are lying down in your bedroom comfortably. Where is the mountain there? (laughs) No. But in dream you are climbing Mohanjadaro. Not Mohanjadaro, what is that? Some. Uh, mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, some dar- What is it? Klimanjaro. <laughs> <also. laughs> you are climbing, isn't it? But where is the thing? You created out of your own mind. It's the materials where? You yourself is the material. <laughs> Same way, Bhagavan Himself is the material cause. Now, what kind of material is that? Is it separate from him? No, he himself is the material. Then, what is that material? That material has got the potential of future creation. Potential means all creations are at this point unmanifest in the material. This unmanifest condition of the material... We call it as Maya. So Maya means that is what it is. Okay? (laughs) Don't get confused. Maya is the material cause and inherent in that material cause is the total potential for creation. Vijasyantarivanguru Jagatitam Prang Vigalpambunaha Maya Kalpita kala Kalana. So that Vijasyantarivanguru Jagatitam Prang Vigalpambunaha. Like, look at this. In that Vija, the seed, the entire potential of this what? Whatever is there. If any tree, such a big tree, you look at the seed is so small. You can't even see anything there. So, the same way, the manifest state was at one point, then it become manifest, that is called creation. Then what happened? It will go again into unmanifest. That is as far as creation is concerned. Now, your own life, you look at it, from where did you come? Kastam koham kuta ayadaha. Singaracharya asked this question in, in go <laughs> from where have you come? Home Tata, Kobe who is your mother, who is your father? Isn't it? Now think about it. You ask, who is your wife? Yesterday she prostrated before you that. But before she became your wife, where was she? She was with her father, my father-in-law. Now, before she became the daughter of your father-in-law, where was she? (laughs) and unmanifest, isn't it? We don't know. Before we came into this world, in this particular body, where were we? What was our condition? We don't know. Thank God we don't know. Bhagavan has blessed us with that ignorance. Suppose you knew your last birth, last life, and you married to this person, and that person was your number one enemy <laughs> last life. What will be your condition now? <laughs> Better now. Bhagavan is whatever He has done, good for us. So, from avyakta, we became Vekta, then again we'll go back to Vekta. Tatra ka paridevana. What is there to be grieved about? This is the thing that is happening. So, avvektadini bhutani, Vekta madhyani bharata, avvektanithananeva, tatra ka paridevana. What is the use of crying over it? Ah. Then, Bhagavan concludes that topic. In the next verse, just read, this is a very beautiful verse, people always quote that. Āścaryavat vāśyati kāścithinam Āścaryavat vadadita tathai vācānyahā Acharya vachaina vanesnovi. Acharya vachaina vanesnovi. vedana jiva kaschit. Say, acharya vachiti. Kaschit enum. One looks upon the self as a wonder. Now wonder is acharyam is a beautiful word. See, whenever we see something, or any perception, or any interaction with the world, our intellect keeps on giving you a running commentary. (laughs) This is this, this is this, this is this, like that. That's why children growing up, they ask questions. What is this? What is this? Because their intellect, they don't know. (laughs) There is no data for them. So unless they collect data, they keep on asking (laughs) questions. You should encourage them, don't stop them. <laughs> Otherwise their data bank will be zero. <laughs> so they are correct. So now, <coughs> this intellect keep on giving you commentary, running commentary, like a cricket uh, commentator. But suddenly you see something, the intellect cannot give commentary. Suddenly it has uh, no words. That is called ascharya. David Copperfield, isn't it? Suddenly makes the statue of liberty disappear. <laughs> how did he do it? So, this the word for that word ah Aha charati iti The Whenever you say ah, that is it. <laughs> that is how the, the derivation of the word. ha charati iti like that, you know, chappal ka vipati gya, chap chap charade di chappalaha. When you walk, you know, chap chap voltae na, ushle chappal voltae sko. It's a nama that they were So, achar pasyati. The one who sees means know. The one who is able to know this truth which is unthinkable, unknowable. And if one is able to see that insight into it, it's a wonder, <laughs> the real wonder. Because a person who is speaking about it, because word cannot convey that, and with words only he has to communicate. And if he is able to communicate with words that it cannot be communicable, it is a wonder. We used to wonder that also when we joined the ashram. <laughs> you know, our parents and our relatives and all that. They all refuse. What is your future? You are, you know, throwing away your future. Uh, you are educated, college graduate. Why don't we look for a good job and things like that? That is what normal people do. So <laughs> why, why are you abnormal? <laughs> like that, they keep on giving trouble. <laughs> then, you know, this, uh, we stay there, what is that kept us going? Even now, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> pressure of one side from the parents. If they give up, then they send aunt, uncle, and <laughs> something like that. They keep on sending you. That one pressure is there. Another pressure also after getting this, after graduating from the course, you are not there's no
2: guarantee.
0: There is no certificate <laughs> given to you. You are a graduate, you are a PhD or what a master's, nothing like that. Then there is no guarantee for a job. <laughs> that is also not there. Then if you are working for the mission also, you will try, that is all. If you are good, we'll keep you. If you are not good, you can go wherever you want. Now. There is nothing like that, no future is guaranteed. And in between you see some swamis coming and visiting the ashram, then you start wondering, am I going to be like that? <laughs> then again, gives you a depression. So, but in spite of all that, we listen to the Vedanta, And what is that kept us going? It's still a wonder. <laughs> that is something. This is a wonder of wonder. <laughs> His teaching has got that wonder. So acharyavat Vadati Tadevachanya Acharya Vatchainam Anishra noti. So acharyaasnoti. And another hears it as a wonder. Because of his samskara, this to appreciate this is a wonder, that man or that person who is hearing it, he should have that purity of mind. So unless you have that purity of mind, even the wonder also is not experienced. So the person who listens to this teaching itself is a wonder. <laughs> then, Suthvabi, <clears throat> <clears throat> Bhagavan gives a, it's a humorous joke here, Suthvabi enam vedana chayipakas Other people, even after hearing about this, they don't get it. It is a wonder. <laughs> but that, even after explaining so much, people are not able to get it. A oh, whole wonder. It is a great wonder. <laughs> so that is Bhagwan's despair. Actually. <laughs> now Arjuna is thinking, I asked you a simple question. <laughs> I am confused about my duty. What are you talking? (laughs) You are talking, what is this? So, that is also wonder, Arjuna is also wondering, (laughs) what is that you are speaking? (laughs) So, now that, afterwards Bhagavan is going to again come down so, so Dharma, his own Dharma-wise, what is your duty? Then, that is Dharmic level, then so Dharma, then afterwards you will come to the common worldly sense, what people talk about you, people opinion about you will be what. So think about that also. So all these reasons, two, three, four levels, go on. Handles this topic. Okay, we shall see tomorrow. Tomorrow. Friday. We have Balavihar. So, 7.30. Balavihar starts. So, 7.30 to 8. We will have assembly here, right? First assembly. Then, 7.30 to 8. 8 to 9.00 fifteen I will have to stop because then the children will come. Our children will come here no they will go. The parents start going. The parents who have brought the children they start getting restless. <laughs> so we have to stop at nine fifteen. Okay? Doesn't matter, I will cover the topic so <laughs> Saturday we are meeting four thirty, right? or thirty to six so up to Karmanneva Adhikaraste let us see if you can come then the next session after two weeks we will have the the last session on this second chapter will complete it Om Purnamadam Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachare gurnave purnavadaaya purname babhishyate om shanti 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 hari om shri gurubhyo
2: namah hari